This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Oanda Market Insights Podcast, talking to Oanda senior market analysts from across the globe. And today we're joined by Jeff Halley in Asia Pacific. Good morning from London, Jeff. How are you doing? Yeah, and good afternoon from Asia. Wonderful to be here. Been a mixed start to the week for Asian markets, hasn't it? With uh, Hong Kong tumbling uh, more than 2%, that was following its return from holiday on Friday. Has this got anything to do with Evergrande shares? Because I know there was a statement from the Hong Kong Stock Exchange earlier. Yes, uh, it does look mostly uh, due due to that Evergrande has a, uh, a US dollar note that is due today, or it is the main guarantor of a note. And instead of a coupon payment this time, they're due to pay $260 million back to the holders. Uh, and there is only a five-day grace period this time around. And uh, that can only be because of administrative or technical problems. Additionally, uh, both its shares and a, a company called Hopson Development Holdings, which is a Hong Kong property company, uh, were both uh, suspended because uh, Hopson apparently is going to buy 51% of their property services group for about a billion dollars. So that appears to be the main reasons uh, why the Hong Kong shares uh, were, were suspended. But it certainly sent um, shivers through the Hong Kong market uh, as such. Uh, particularly, I think, this note, because if they don't pay that, that will be almost certainly an immediate technical default and uh, that is uh, making investors nervous not just about uh, Evergrande but Hong, uh, uh, China property uh, services companies in general. As I said earlier markets in China are closed for most of the week for holidays. Uh, South Korea closed today as well but what else is happening in your area in Asia Pacific? Pretty quiet day really and uh, you know we have a fairly light day to week right across the world and I suspect that because uh, China, Hong Kong, I mean China, South Korea and part of Australia were all closed today, markets have adopted a wait and see attitude. Uh, certainly in other parts of uh, Asia the markets have done better. Northern Northern Asia tends uh, looks like it's uh, mostly negative including Japan uh, and that I think is ever grand contagion fears but down in us ASEAN, Singapore had a very strong day as uh, ministers there started talking about uh, having negotiations for vaccinated travel with uh, other countries and that uh, spurred reopening hopes uh, and uh, natural gas prices and iron ore prices shot higher today in Singapore and that's helped lift Australian stock markets today. So very much a mixed day. Uh, I think the major events coming up uh, will non-farm payrolls on Friday and uh, also the OPEC uh, meeting later on today in Europe. Yeah, oil has fallen ahead of that meeting by OPEC uh, Plus, uh, which, of course, that meeting may determine whether a recent rally in prices amid supply shocks will lead to an increase in production. What do you think? Oil is only edged slightly lower in Asia. It's definitely in a holding pattern waiting for the meeting result to come out and uh, the virtual meeting as it's been held is due out later on this afternoon Asian time. My feeling is, is that a, uh, OPEC Plus won't be overly inclined to try and ramp up production 
Compliance is already well over 100% with the present production quotas. That suggests that uh, OPEC is plus is pumping as much as it possibly can, and if anything, is struggling to meet those production targets. So they're probably not in as strong a position to massively ramp up production, even if they wanted to. Uh, but also their state coffers have taken a heck of a battering over the last few years, and I suspect they won't be able to resist the opportunity to uh, to um, maximise the situation over the next few months and, and, and replenish those. I think the best we can hope for is that they bring forward the scheduled December production cut, uh, increase, I'm sorry, into November, uh, making it 800,000 barrels a day. But when we look at the greater energy sector, Natural gas is what's driving this rally, and no matter what OPEC Plus does with oil, it's not really going to materially change the outlook for natural gas and to a lesser extent coal, and those are where the real issues lie. And part of oil's rally has been as a substitute um, for natural gas when natural gas prices go out into, into space, as they have recently. It looks like we're set for a very long period of time where energy, oil, gas are going to be center front really aren't they we've got cop 26 coming up in the uk we've got this crisis with the petrol and uh, diesel uh, running out of uh, supply i can't remember a time where oil gas and so on were so much part of the main headline news yeah, it's like the 1970s were never over, isn't it? Yeah, we've got prices rising everywhere as well and disruptions in supply chains and shortages, etc., etc. Look, I, I believe the natural gas and oil prices will inevitably uh, feed through into more disruption uh, to the consumer, either by uh, price rises or even more delays uh, in, in, in receiving goods. We have a winter ahead of us as well, and we're probably hoping in the Northern Hemisphere it's not going to be very cold. Uh, that, that These are all uh, issues uh, that, that lie ahead. It all sort of points to higher inflation, to be honest, and it's making that transitory arm that transitory argument, uh, so beloved of so many central bankers around the world, looking less transitory by the day. And uh, I guess the, the, the question will be is, will this bring forward uh, tapering or, or, or rate hikes? It's a little hard to be hiking your, your interest rates in, in, in an economy uh, which is actually already slowing down. There used to be a time on these podcasts where we talked that nothing but COVID and coronavirus and uh, we're barely mentioning it, although there was an interesting story about this new COVID drug which cuts the risk of death by 50%. That was a couple of days ago. But is coronavirus not really a big factor in what markets are worried about now? Well, it is actually such a huge, it is a huge factor. It's just, I think, becomes so much a part of everyday life that uh, it doesn't just drip off our, off our roll off our lips like it used to. But behind all of these disruptions that we're talking about, be it in supply chains because of inflation, energy shortages, it's all down to COVID-19 and the disruption that it has caused and continues to cause. China, for example, is still locked up. You can't leave and you can't go in. Uh, and that's the same for many, many other parts of the world. It's very hard uh, from a sort of a European, UK, US 
perspective to perceive that because life appears to have returned to normal or much more closely so than it has. But for the rest of us and the rest of the world, it really is part of it. And our daily lives are disrupted every day. Most of us are still living under closed borders and uh, restricted living conditions. It's just that uh, it has fallen off the news, obviously, in the main markets in the Northern Hemisphere, but it's still a very, very real issue. Anything else that you want to mention for the week ahead, Jeff, that you didn't talk about earlier? Right, yeah. the, it's a pretty quiet week for data this week, to be honest, which means markets are going to bounce around on headlines and uh, abrupt changes in sentiment. So I'm expecting a noisy week uh, volatility-wise, but markets may not actually, in the bigger picture, go directionally one way or the other very, very far uh, All roads lead to the non-farm payrolls, which uh, will be talked about uh, on other podcasts this week, I'm sure. Uh, And that will set the tone, that data on Friday, as to whether the Federal Reserve is locked and loaded to start tapering quantitative easing policy in December. And that will have implications for the rest of the world. Okay, Jeff, have a very good week and we'll speak to you again soon. Absolutely. Wonderful to be here. This is the Oanda Podcast.